0: From Luminary Media, this is Karamo. You know I'm all about helping you get to the emotional core of what's happening in your life. And on this show, you're able to call in and speak directly to me to get advice to navigate those hard issues that you're going through. Hey, friends!
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
0: Hey friends, welcome back. We have been talking about how a lack of education impacts conversations around sexual identity, gender identity, and coming out. So my son was here with me and he has decided that he no longer wants to hang with his very cool dad. Or lame dad, as he says sometimes. Um, I guess that's what happens, you know? You can be cool to some people and very uncool to your kids. But I love him nonetheless and just love that we were able to have that open, transparent conversation. But as always, friends, this is about you. I received a direct message from a guy named Alex that really touched my soul, and I wanted to get him on the phone. The message read, "'My 20-year-old son has come out as gay about a year ago. He started acting real effeminate, and it makes me uncomfortable. I have two other kids, and they are both straight. His mother is taking the news well, but I am not, which has caused us to drift apart. I don't want my son to hate me, and I don't want to be uncomfortable around him. Can you help me?' This is something I'm sure a lot of parents or a lot of individuals who are just being introduced to the fact that someone identifies a certain way, they might not have the understanding or know how to discuss it or to handle the situation. So I wanted to get Alex on the line. Hey, Alex, are you there? Yeah. Hey, friend, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. First of all, thank you so much for reaching out and for being open and transparent. You know, that is... That's not always easy, first of all, for parents. And also, a lot of times in our culture, we don't give enough space for men to feel like they can open up. So thank you so much. So um, tell me a little bit about what went down with you and your son.
3: Well, I didn't. He just kind of came out to us, and I didn't really say much. I just kind of walked away. And I know I didn't handle his coming out the right way, but I, I just don't understand how my child could. Be gay, I made little comments, but I just I just don't understand it,
0: yeah, so I have a question for you. What has been your exposure or interaction with the gay community?
3: uh not much man i have a gay guy at work um I love queer eyes
0: <laughs> thanks
3: and <laughs> and I don't know we' ain't any trans people, yeah, so very little, very little
0: okay, so now, in what you wrote to me, you said. I just don't understand. What don't you understand, or, or is it that you don't understand what it means to identify as a gay man? I guess so. Okay. You know, a lot of times when children say to their parents, this is who I am, it's hard for parents because they don't have the language, they might not have been exposed to it, and it doesn't mean that the parents are bad people they just sometimes don't know what to say or to do. And I wanna acknowledge that. This is the judgment-free zone and I don't think you're a bad parent. I do believe you were in a space where you didn't understand and see when we don't know something, it causes us fear and fear causes us to act out. And so I wanna ask you, what is the fear that you have with your son being gay? Um, I don't know if
3: it's fear. But um I don't want him to get HIV. Sometimes I think he's gonna come home beat up or end up dead. He's just gonna have a hard life. And he's acting more effeminate these days. It doesn't I mean he's going I mean doesn't that mean he's gonna wanna be a woman one day, but it just really, really scares me. I'm just trying to get a better way.
1: Work, work with this.
0: So it sounds like there's a combination of two things going on here. You don't really have someone you can say, okay, I understand that this person's life will still be okay. And then on top of that, you know, when you don't have that education, it causes us, like I said before, to have these fears. And, you know, as a parent, I understand the fears that we all have when it comes to our children, because when our children are born, we have all of these ideas of what their life is going to be like. And we construct those in our heads as this is who they are. And when they do something that's the opposite of that, we start to believe that somehow their life is going to be bad. This is not just with sexual identity. This goes with a lot of topics. But with sexual identity, you know, when you have the media, you know, telling you that gay people all are going to contract HIV, you know, when you see the stories of, people who identify as gay or lesbian or trans being beat up, that's a scary thought for a parent to think that that's going to be my child. Yeah. And the thing that I want you to understand is that through education of understanding how HIV is transmitted, you'll start to understand that what's going to help your son be protected and keep himself safe and keep others safe is by having the knowledge and having support from you and his mother and other people. And also, the thing is about him coming home and being beat up or ending up dead. You know, it's the same thing when they were younger. I'm sure you remember like, if there was somebody chasing him, you wanted to be there to protect him. Yeah. And that's still your little boy right now. He still needs dad to be there to help him, to protect him. And so you have to be there for him. And sometimes we don't know how to do that Yeah. Did you say it again?
3: I I know, I know, I just feel so bad for feeling the way I feel.
0: Yeah. So I want you to forgive yourself for feeling that way because the thing is, is that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that we have to react a certain way. And when we don't react that way, we feel like we're horrible people. And right. the thing is, is that you have an opportunity to grow through this to learn, and to be there to support your son. And to be honest with you calling me, it sounds like you want to start to get that education and that you want to be there to support him. Now, you also sure. made another statement about him, him acting more effeminate and does that mean maybe he would want to be a, a woman one day? And I think that goes back to the education piece of understanding that someone's masculinity or femininity has nothing to do with their gender identity. Him acting effeminate doesn't mean that he necessarily wants to transition to be a woman. But I think a great way for you all to start is to sit down, forgive yourself first, and then ask him for forgiveness. And that's a hard thing for men to do, for people to do. It's to say, I didn't react in a way that was supportive of being your parent. Then say, can we start to have education and start to talk about it? What's going on over there? What are you feeling? I'm just a bit emotional right now. It's
3: just so hard to just think that I've been so ignorant. And I really appreciate you having an outlet to allow me to come in and speak with you without feeling judged.
0: I really appreciate that. Listen, you're very welcome. And the thing is, is that this is a space for you, my friend, where people can call in and always feel as if they can share their truth and know that they're going to get some guidance. But I want you to know what I'm doing for you, you can also do for your son. You can be there to talk to him, to educate him, to learn and grow together and make sure it's not a judgment zone where you all can have conversations because you said that you're starting to drift apart And it sounds like you don't want that to happen. And I think that this is a very big first step of you stepping in and saying, I want to learn. And I think the next step for you is to actually to take that next step and talk to him. Again, forgive yourself, ask him for forgiveness, and then start to educate yourself and learn together. Tell him what your fears were, and then tell him that you want to support him through those fears. You want to make sure that he has sexual education so that he can protect himself and protect others. You want to make sure that he knows if there's somebody else out in the world is being mean to him, that he can always count on mom and dad to be there for him. Does that work? Yeah, that works. Listen, Alex, I really, I really, really appreciate, again, your candor and your transparency. And, you know, any questions you have, I want to be there to support you and help you, okay?
3: I really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much.
0: All right, listen, have a great day now. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
0: You know, as a parent, we always want to protect our kids. It's just our natural instinct. And he, unfortunately, in this situation, doesn't know how. Now, his son might be like, don't paint my dad to be a hero, you know, and when I'm feeling hurt. And I would love, as I follow up with them, for me to get both of their perspectives because, you know, Alex's son could feel more emotionally abused or anything, and I'm not saying that's true about Alex. But I think there is something about acknowledging The first step in healing and growth. And that's what we're witnessing here, friends. This touches my heart so much because, at the end of the day, his biggest fear is just how to love his son more through the fear and misinformation that he has. And I think the fact that he's taken this first step of calling me to learn and to educate himself is really big. But also, it shows that he does want to get to a place to support his son. We have someone here who wants to support his child at the core. He wants to try to figure out because he knows that he loves his child. But this is new for him. And I think that over time, he will grow and get to a place where he knows exactly how to show up for himself and for his child. That's all you can ask for in life. Hey friends, welcome back to Karamo. Today we are talking about how a lack of education impacts conversations around sexual identity, gender identity, and coming out. And I got a voicemail um, that's a young one by the name Celine left that I want to play for you all.
2: Hi, I'm calling about family, friends, and sexuality. My name's Celine. Um, I'm 18 years old. Ever since that I've come out, I feel like my family and friends, I can't really find a balance of how to talk to them about my sexuality and making jokes about it and making light of the situation. Um, Oftentimes, like my dad, ever since I come out, I would talk about in the future having kids, like I'll have to do some kind of artificial insemination or adoption. And he would say something like, well, you could always start dating guys again. And it doesn't feel like he's fully accepting, even though he is just making jokes at my expense. Or I'll say something, I'll see a a rainbow or something and say, oh, that's so gay. And then my friends will be like, you can't make everything gay, Celine. So I'm finding a hard time finding a balance between really accepting myself and um, being okay in, in my sexuality and talking about it openly with my friends and family when I'm often getting a little bit of backlash from that, even when maybe the intentions aren't to hurt me.
0: You know, first of all, Celine, I have to tell you, as I always like to do, is I'm sorry that you're experiencing this because though you know it sounds like you're not being fully emotionally abused, it's still hurtful to have people make jokes or to say things. And I think as I expressed before, a big part of this is for you to be very clear with the people in your life that these jokes are not okay. Celine, I noticed in your voicemail that you said Sometimes you'll say, that's so gay, and your friends will say, oh my gosh, Celine, you can't make everything gay. I want to let you know that I understand why you make those comments. You know, sometimes it's a defense mechanism for us to make us feel as if we're still included, to make us feel as if, you know, we're part of what everyone else is saying. And also, you've sort of been indoctrinated into that in a sort of a sense. It's part of pop culture now. People say that even though people are learning that it's a wrong thing to say. Um, But I think that you have to stop that language. You have to make sure that you teach people and help them to understand why that language is damaging. And you have to understand why that language is damaging. Because when you do that, you're able to make sure that your friends know that that language is not okay. It sets a clear boundary and tone of how they should approach you. You can still be friends. You can still be loving. But you can't allow that language In regards to your father, Celine, I would definitely suggest that you have real conversation with him about the future that he thinks you're not going to get because there's an element in his mind that's missing, which is a man. It sounds like you've had those conversations and that you've told him that I can still have a family, I can still have children, but he doesn't understand. And I think... Giving him more education about that, letting him meet people, see videos on YouTube of other people who identify as you identify who have had families so that he can get a sense and visually see like, oh, this could be my daughter one day. This is what my daughter's life could be. I think the more education he gets is the easier it's going to be for him to not make those comments. But as well, you have to stop those comments in the moment. And I know it's hard, especially when it's a parent. You know, many of us have been raised that you don't speak back to a parent a certain way, you're respectful. And so it's hard to then say, Dad, don't say that, you know, as if you're the adult or that you're in equal standing. But in this case, you have to find the courage to be respectful but to still say that's not appropriate. And if you don't feel like you have the courage to do it on your own, find someone in your family who does support you, who does love you, that can help you to speak to him. So, friends, when we return, I'm going to be joined by one of my close friends. His name is Anthony Ramos, and he is the director of talent engagement for GLAD. And the reason I'm bringing him in is because I think it's so important to talk to somebody who's working on the ground level and working for an organization that understands how media plays into the miseducation or education that we all get around LGBTQIA issues, So when we return, we'll be joined by my friend, Anthony Ramos. So friends, I am joined by my friend. He is an activist. He is a television host. He's a producer. He's one of the most handsome men in
1: Hollywood. Oh, my goodness.
0: Very real with it. Um, please help me welcome my friend, Anthony Ramos. I like the way you say that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, Anthony is the director of talent engagement at Glad. And GLAAD is an American non-governmental media monitoring organization founded by LGBT people in the media that monitors and ensures fair and accurate portrayal of LGBTQIA people in the media. True. What you should know is that at the beginning of this episode— We actually went through some of the basics because I was like, people need to understand what it means to have your sexual identity and your gender identity and what LGBTQIA means and how they fall underneath those. So we're trying to educate people here, you know, like go a little bit deeper because I think sometimes – People assume, like, the T means sex, but it's actually about gender expression.
4: You know, I actually just thought of something that I wanted, that I think everyone listening will. There's someone out at my office that's been there a very long time, and this is how he describes the difference between sexuality and gender. I love it. Gender is who you go to bed as. Sexuality
0: is who you go to bed with. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, friends. There Take that go. in. Take that's that in. Nick,
4: that's a Nick Adams special right there. I
0: love that. You have a perspective that I think most people don't have. You work on the advocacy side. Yes. But you also are in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also are producing major shows. And I many don't think, hats, many yeah, hats. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I think that's such an amazing perspective because a lot of times people who are working in the nonprofit sector, they don't know what it's really like to be a talent or a producer. And so they don't know what it's like to work with network executives. Right. What are some of the things that you realize as – All three of those hats are on you of why people are scared to see more LGBTQIA representation in the media.
4: You know, it's it was funny. I think um, it was those answers were things that I were craving myself. What we have realized is that so much of what people believe or think is based on what they see on TV or in movies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't deny the impact of media and really act glad that's what we do. That's why we're fighting to make sure that there are LGBTQ storylines, but they are also good ones and appropriate ones and heartfelt ones. (laughs)
0: You know, we always lump in everyone and say straight America and middle America. Straight middle America are the problem. But I hear a lot of ignorant comments from people within our own community. Of course. Meaning they'll say, "Um, I just had this this past weekend with a friend of mine who was like, what other letters are they going to add to this alphabet? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking... You have fought. We're fighting for people to feel seen and feel loved. Yeah. Yet here we are fighting against each other in our own community.
4: Yeah. I remember when the word queer, yeah, like came back and what because you know for example like I remember queer was something that I heard like the, my grandmother's era even say you know mm-hmm. so I think it's you know even I think it's been a hard pill for some members of the LGBTQ community to even get used to accepting that word and realizing that it's an okay word because it's I mean I remember saying to someone like they were like well that word is not even okay like where where are you using it and I said well we've you know as a community have decided that we are taking this word back it's an all-encompassing word that you know it can be a word that describes any or all part of the LGBTQ community I think it's important to be, I mean, I think, yeah, when I, I, it's frustrating when I hear people like with our, our community say that like, oh, what, how many letters? Because it, you know, and I'm going to be, you know, straight up, it's a lot. But I think at the end of the day, as we're being more inclusive, Mm -hmm. I mean, we should have as many letters as people want to have because why say no to anyone?
0: But then to go back to the point of miseducation, how do we get to a space where people can start to ask the questions that they're curious about without feeling like, I'm going to be perceived as homophobic or as any of those negative terms because I think we've lost that space where people can talk and just ask other people generally right. what their experience is
4: I think the most important part of that is you need to before you go into uh you know asking the questions that you may not I think you need to prove to be an ally you know to, uh, ahead of time and show that you're coming about. It with these questions from a genuine space of wanting to be more educated
0: when you just said that because i've never thought about this sort of concept of proving you're an ally before which mm-hmm. i think is really i think it's really an important concept of saying yeah like let me see like yeah. before i make myself fully vulnerable to mm-hmm. you let me let me believe that you actually want to be here and you have the the best intentions for me in my future. So I was thinking, like, if, if to prove to me you're an ally, maybe you're not posting everything. Maybe you're not at the march. But, like, if you see a comment on your social media, don't let it live so that people can start the feeding to that fire. Delete it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And make sure you then say why you deleted it. Like, this is not a space for hate. I, you know, you have your opinions, but don't come on here. Totally. I think clearly articulating that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a comment that I've also had to correct another person in our community was like, uh this tranny. Right now. And I was like, and excuse me, you know, not to trigger anyone, I, I use that word just to show how ignorant it can be. Right. So I apologize for anyone hearing that. But I had to check someone within our community of like, stop. That word is not okay. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand that word's not okay. And so they hear it and they're like, say it. But like, if you want to prove you're an ally so that you can have people who are within the community feel more open to helping you to learn and grow? Shut that type of stuff of down. Of course. If you're in a break room and you hear something like that, say no, no, no. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't mean you have to get into an argument. It doesn't mean you have to get into something political. A, a simple yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. Stop so much.
4: Yeah. Exactly. And it's like you know, it's it's exactly no, no, no. You're like, hey, like you know, just so you're aware that that, that word is not acceptable. Like, yeah. it's not. Yeah. That's, it can be as simple as that.
0: Thank you for being an activist, for being an amazing producer, being an amazing host. But also, no matter what space you are, always bringing your true identities and the intersecting of your identities into that space. Because I think it's so important. You are a beacon for other people to realize what is possible. For anybody who's saying, I wanna be in media and I'm scared. You gave me an opportunity. You give many other people an opportunity. And I just wanna thank you.
4: Thank you so much. I'm I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so proud of you and so excited for you and all your. Thanks, Boo. Let's do all this together.
0: It has meant the world to me for my son to be on this show, for me to speak to parents, to family members, to Anthony from Glad, because it just shows the breadth of diversity that needs to happen in this conversation. And listen, you don't have to just know someone who identifies as lesbian, gay, bisexual, with their sexual orientation, or someone who identifies as trans for you to get information. Get to Google, girl. Okay, let's try it again. Get to Google, girl. (laughs) Get to Google, girl. You can find out information to educate yourself more about other people. So friends, I encourage you. I implore you. Educate yourself. Be open to educating others. And let's learn and grow and heal together. Let's be open to saying, if your intentions are right, if you are showing me that you want to be an ally like Anthony and I talked about, then yes, let's get to a place where we can talk about this, where I can support you. Because that's when you're going to see people really growing and changing. As always, friends, thank you for going on this journey with me. I love you. I appreciate you. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you soon. Karamo is presented by Luminary Media, produced by Little Everywhere, hosted by me, Karamo, music by Ernie Wooden and the Big Woozy Band. Remember, this is an entertainment advice show. If you need direct help or direct advice on a physical or mental issue you're currently dealing with, please contact a professional in your town who can advise you. As always, friends, for more healing and growth, check out more episodes of Karamo on Luminary Media.